This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Go to Alex, and then we're going to be coming to Jason, and then to Ant. Then we're going to be going to oh, oh sorry, no, Wendover's in the middle of that lot, and then Mike and Alan. There we go, Alex, sir. Hello, how are you, Peter? You're enjoy- you're enjoying the A roads of of the Midlands. It sounds. Yeah, I'm on the M40 on the way home. I'm with one of my mates in the car, Joe. Say hello. Hello, mate. Hello. Hello, yeah, gents. Hi. This is actually the, one of the friends that I bring with me, and we've never seen us lose. So, that's <laughs> the one. Go. We did all 100% no losses. Yeah. He's been to Villa, he's been to Everton in the Prem, Villa in the Prem, then today, and then United away when we drew nil now. Brilliant stuff. Alex, just before we come and hear from the rest of you, Justin, you just need to make, make a quick announcement, and then we'll hear what Alex... And the man who's yes. never heard seen Watford lose, can you imagine <laughs> yeah. such a thing, had to say. Go on, Justin. Yeah, it's just a very quick announcement. There is an award ceremony called the Football Content Awards, which I've been putting stuff out on social media about. The voting for or the nominations close tomorrow. So if you don't mind heading over to the Football Content Awards forward slash voting and putting Do Not Scratch Your Eyes in Best Football League podcast. That'd be great. If only for the chance of you seeing us all in dinner suits, because I've just looked at the dress code, Peter, and we will have to wear a tuxedo that night. So I think there's... for that alone... No, I'm not going to look like a penguin for crying out loud, a very overstuffed <laughs> penguin if there is one. You might not get in. <laughs> what we will also do is we will put, there's a link that I did the other week, and, and thank you very much everybody who's already done so. We'll put a link on Twitter that just allows you to click on it. It opens your Twitter and it just says the words, we vote, da, 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 and you press tweet and it's done. So we'll yeah. add that on as well for you so you can do and, it for and free. Thank, and thank you if you do. Thank that's you. done it already. Yeah, 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 excellent. Thank you for everyone who's done that. And uh, I'll let you get back to the commentary talk. There you go. It'll make Justin very happy. We know nothing makes Justin very it happy. Will. You know that, Alex. Listen, I've been, I was positive yeah. about today, Peter. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've gone fishing, caught myself a Justin there, people. There you go. Alex, mate, come on in. What were the thoughts then of, yeah, of today's I, chaos? It was, I'm personally of the out if you score three, you, get, you take the lead three times and do not do anything but win. It's absolutely horrific. 
I just, I, I like Porteous. He's, I, mean, he, I don't. He, he's never watched Porteous before. He's never watched Porteous before, but that is the worst I've ever seen Porteous. He's done a Cabaselli at Bournemouth. Yeah. Do you know when Cabaselli went downhill in the States and Bournemouth scored? I was just, I, I just, uh, that's the worst I've ever seen it. The own goal, I just don't know anymore. And I think someone said it here earlier, the strikers scored twice, yet I'm having a go at the centre-half. I just, I said it last week, I said if we are clinic, if we score goals or we are clinical, it will be really good. And what I failed to equate in that equation was defenders being absolute idiots. But, yeah, I think the two up top was really good. I think it's really good with 10 to play, though. I don't, I don't want to... I'm not going to criticise anybody, but if we think we're going to start playing 4-4-2 or 4-1-2-1-2, are we going to be relegated? But, yeah, it's just inexcusable individual errors have cost us. There's nothing more you can say. Beautifully done. Nothing more you can say. You can have a go at Backman. We should have been 1-0 down. You should never think to save a penalty. What was the what was the, what was effort? Oh, the, the free kick. Backman playing out. Though. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? But... Your free kick, I thought it was quite a good free kick, truth be told. The second goal, I'm just going to get angry if I talk about that. And then the third one, someone's holding their face and they've cut it across and scored. For me, just three really shocking goals to concede. And we've scored three. The Martins, you didn't watch it, did you, in the bar? But <laughs> that Martins goal was unbelievable. Yeah. And we... We've had three bits of, probably two bits of really good quality from Tobbins, who looked really good, I thought, and then Martins. Um, and we've just, just thrown it away. Just thrown it away. We're not changing shape. One of the things I shouted out earlier on, and see what you think, I think that both Loser and Tom Deli Bashira, when they get the ball, they tend to pirouette to get onto their right foot. And every time they get the ball near to their side of the of the pitch, because you're playing Loser on the right, even though he's left-footed, he can't make a run outside of Ints or interact with Ints because he needs to drag the ball back and put it on his right foot again. If you reverse yeah. those two, then you basically... You've, there, there was a couple of times when Loser didn't put Tom Ince away early on in the first half because he was faffing about with the ball at his feet. It's not nobody's fault. It's just one of those things. I'm just wondering if it's a, a thing to consider. And there was a, another I chance think- where the ball got put back to him and it was, oh, no, we're going to take another touch and another touch because it's never quite looking right. And if you've got somebody who's right-footed there, he either wings it across or it takes a shot on goal first touch. Any thoughts? The, the only thing I'd say about that, Peter, in, mm-hmm. uh, well, for me, I, I think the way the system's built is that evidently the left wing back gets forward a lot more. We, I think I've seen that under Morris. I think under Andrews and Semmer. So that left foot, that left centre midfielder is expected to defend a bit more. And if you're going to ask me if I want Tom Daly Bashiru in Run Loser to do that job, I tell you Tom Daly Bashiru. So I think that's all very well saying that, but. I think it's pretty obvious that the right wing-back tries to get up, but doesn't do it as much as the left-sided one. Hence why I have the left centre mid-coverage. Cool. Very that's, good. No, so no. That's why I replied to you on that. I like that. I like that. No, um, I'm only throwing it out. Yeah, not... no, like I say, I, mean, I don't want to go on about their decision-making. I, I mean, we had a chance with what? It was Eddie Bashir in the first half where he could have laid it off and he just refused to pass the ball. I think it's just... I, I don't put anything on the manager whatsoever. It's not, that's not on the manager. He made positive substitutions that changed the game. And he's just been... He's just been... Just individual errors. By individual errors. Very good. And there's not more you can say about that. No, absolutely. That's brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy with that. That's fine. As you say, you've, you've got him there. He's, he's gone to the, the two up top. 
Um, in terms of in, in the ground at the time, obviously, because a lot of people will have been listening to it. I was watching it with, with Coventry commentary on it and, and a lot of people there, people inside the ground see things differently to how other people would have seen it. Everybody's got an individual view and a vantage point. When he made the change to two up front, when it became apparent that was what he was doing, how well was that received and how was the, the up and down nature of the uh, of the game received by the guys in the ground? I probably stand from slightly a biased position because as soon as he started coming on, me and my mate started doing crow dances. So I was, I was ecstatic when he walked on the pitch. I was doing like the, the jumping up, waving my arms about like I was a bird. I think the thing is that you want to change the dynamic. I, I, you can say that at the time people weren't that thrilled, but if he'd have taken Martins up and put on another winger, you people have people phoning here going, oh, we should have put two up top. Why have we not done that? So you can't have it both can't ways. Win. You can't win. People are angry that Bias came on to make it two up top. People would be fuming that we didn't put two up top in the first place if a winger would have come on. But what did you think, Alex? What did I think? I think Bias is the greatest talent in the world. That's what I personally believe. But I think it was really effective, I think, because it allowed, I think it allowed Dave and Espria to, to play in behind. And I think that was very effective. I think I'm happy that it changed the dynamic of the game. And it was so it, different. It did though, because yeah, exactly. He scored went three two up, and then it's just yeah, that stupid goal. And, and then yeah, so it changed the dynamic of the game. Like I say, happy with manager. It was he did something that changed the he changed the game. And I don't know if you can ask more than that. Good stuff. No, I'm happy with that, guys. I'm happy with that. A, a very well-known manager once, when I was talking to him about football, said the nature of the game is you can cover every individual blade of grass properly, providing you have 12 outfield players. You don't. It's like covering yourself with a blanket that's too small. You can pull it up, but then your feet get cold. You put it, And that's the whole nature of the game. Going two up, you're absolutely right. You're going to lose it somewhere else. Where are you going to balance it? What are you going to do? Guys, fantastic stuff. Well done. Still not seeing Watford lose. There's not many yeah. who can say that. Uh, but let's get a fundraiser going. I'm just saying. Every week. I mean, I'll tell you what, the moment that Benjamin Bloom sees Watford lose, that you're in. You're in like Flynn, absolutely. Excellent stuff, guys. Thank you very much. Safe journey back, absolutely, for everybody, of course. Jason Rose. Let's go to Jason Rose, see what he's see what he thought. Now, I believe you were venturing up there. Good afternoon, Dr. Pekers. Good afternoon. We can indeed, loud and proud. Come on yeah, in. Yeah, good afternoon, Pekers. Good afternoon, Justin. Good afternoon, everyone. It's a lovely John at half time and Greg as well. Yeah, I've got to say, Pete, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I understand we came in, we walked back to the car, and the first person we heard was Rich, who really needs to get out more. Bless him. Enjoyed. It's an I enjoyed opinion. that. It's an opinion. I like all opinions, I'm... genuinely. This is great. Go on, carry on. I enjoyed it. It was madness. Compared to some of the rubbish that I went through last year, that was very watchable. It was chaos. It was chaos with a football in the middle of it. Disappointed. Oh, I think Jason's gone through a dodgy, peer, dodgy piece of reception there, area there. See if we can get him back. Like oh, the ground just to, to, just to sort of swallow, swallow in whole. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty pleased with it, really. It could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. I'll be, on, I'll be honest with you there, Jason. You dipped out for a while, and the first words you came back was, and I didn't know if he was going to swallow him whole. We don't want to know what was hey. in between there. Our imagination's going to do the rest. Sorry. <laughs> no, it was about, it was about, it was about our, our friend who he really did let the goal get, uh, two, two, he, he'd let the young goal get to him. They played the young goal on the big screen behind the away supporters and he stood and watched it. Three times I played it and he stood there and watched it. And it was like, it's just, it must like reliving your worst nightmare. I, I don't know. I, overall, I've got to say, I, I originally when I was going to come on, I was, 
I didn't think Radjovic scored the first goal. I've got to be honest, because he didn't make any sort of celebration. Everybody seemed to go towards Tom Ince, so I just assumed it was an own goal. But clearly, your daughter's watched it on her phone, and, and you guys have been talking about it. So he got the first one, fair play to him. And, and it was a good finish for the second one. That was all about yeah. Mario just coming on and being a pest. And playing two up, who knew? Who knew that playing two up would give us so much more? I personally think there are questions around the midfield. I think that's where our problems are. Huh? Tom Deli Bashiru don't do enough for me. He disappears for large portions of the game. One, there was one run he did first half, which was amazing. He turned the fella, he ran 50 yards, and he thought, go on, crack, have a shot, son. And he lost it because he was dithering it. His decision-making isn't quite there. Whether I would play Chapter Tadze in there now, give him a run, I don't know. I feel the midfield three is our problem because Sierra was good, but then he got himself booked. And then, of course, he can't tackle anyone. Yeah. He was at fault for the, the, the equaliser, the first equaliser for the free kick. He got the ball, and if he just lifted his head up, Martins was in 30 yards of space. But instead of that, he tried to play a 10-yard pass to, to basically no one. And uh, I think that's our area. Defensively, he's brilliant. He, he snuffs things out. He, he reads it really well. But once he gets himself yellow-carded, he, he's just not... He, he doesn't involve himself with the game. Imran Luza, we, we know what we get with Imran Luza. He's in and out. He's in and out. When he's involved in the game, he's brilliant. And then you'll have 15 minutes where you think, I'm seeing such the ball. Do you know what I mean? I think that midfield three is the problem. I also think we need to get Ken Semmer back as a left winger. I think he's our, he's our best, our best attacking winger. Uh, get around the back, get crosses in. Um, but yeah, it, it was a good game. It, it was a hell of an atmosphere. I agree with Katie. I think that was a tremendous atmosphere. Fair play to commentary, fair play to their fans. Terrific, didn't they? That was as, as, as loud as probably some of the Premier League games rounds we went to. Fair play to them for that. Good start. Good but start. yeah, overall enjoyed it. Obviously, we, we, we chatted last night about the, the transfer window. Mm-hmm. I, I do think we, I still think we won't change my opinion. I think we, we lack it up front. Good, good at the, that I got two goals today. Fair play to him. But then, I, I don't know. I, I think I, at half time when John comes spoke to me, I felt that, that the key to the win was to get behind them. You know, we seem to be playing in front of them a lot and it was to get behind them. We haven't got anyone that can do that now. We went from a side that had pace and power to seem to be quite happy to play in front of the opposition. And I think that's maybe what we lack. What about, but, you know, what, it was what, better what second half. Th- what are your thoughts though on, because somebody earlier on, I'm sorry, I forget who said it, but I thought it was a reasonable comparison, said the kind of game that Matthias Martins had was almost reminiscent mm. of Forestieri when he was doing, when he was having good games and some of the better bits that he did. It, realistically, you should hope that those wide attacking players are able to threat, threaten him behind. And I think he could probably mm. get us away. And I, I get what you mean. You really want to get them through and in and on goal. But I think there is some pace there. Probably not so much Tom Ince, but probably also not so much Ken. But we'll see what we'll see what happens with that. What were your thoughts on Matthias Martins? And then we'll move across. Go on. Yeah, just to finish on mine, he's a frustrating blower. There are elements of Fernando Forestieri about him in that, he wants to do sometimes the difficult things rather than just doing the simple things. And he also doesn't want that. He's not a great fan of doing the dirty stuff. Mm. He's not a huge fan of, of tracking back. A couple of times in the first half, he half-heartedly came back. But when he got the ball at his feet, he can be a menace. He can be, I wish he, I just wish sometimes he'd believe in himself a bit more and try and take the guy on the outside and try something with his left foot. He has got a left foot. Just try something a bit different. I think was it, I think it was Charlie who came on at the beginning and said about why he was taken off. I think the boy was knackered. I think we were watching the game and I think he, he, his race was run, really. So I, 
I, I didn't have a major problem with him coming off. I was surprised he came off. I was, we were just talking before we came on to my daughter and uh, hello to my daughter. And she, we both said we hadn't actually realised he'd gone two up. We, we just assumed bio coming on, Radjovic would go like, off. Yeah. It's going to go light for light. And it wasn't until the ball went up in the air and Radjovic is underneath it like, are we still on? You know, I was like, oh, right. And then we look at her and go, she said to me, oh, mine's gone off. So we hadn't really realised what sort of a change that, that Val had made. But yeah, I'm not, yeah, mine's, it does it in patches, a bit like Fernando used to do. He used to, he used to be brilliant at times and then just frustratingly annoying at others. But yeah, there's a player in there. We've just got to try and find a, a way of getting out. But uh, everyone have a good evening and uh, enjoy the international break. Lovely stuff. Thank you, Jason. Wonderful stuff there. Cheers. Wonderful stuff there, yeah. John mentioned earlier on also that he saw Ryovic come a bit more to life once he got a player partnering right up there alongside him. Let's get the win over and then we go to Mike. Let's find out. We've got, we've got lots of people returning from, from Kov, so this will be car noise-tastic, if anything. Oh, hello, he doesn't sound like he's in a bus lane. That sounds like a smooth road there, Greg. We're on the M1. We're, we're not far from Hemel Hempstead, actually. It's making very good progress. Making good time of it. Excellent. This is good. Yeah, yeah. So There's co- a car full of us coming back. Oh, don't um, say anything back. That's fine. <laughs> Come on, uh, then. What, what are your thoughts? They're, 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 they're a shy bunch. They're a shy bunch. Go on, then. What, what are the thoughts? Feels like a loss, doesn't it? Frustrating. What can you say? Feels like a loss, Pete. This playing, this overplaying the ball at the back just dri- is driving me potty. Val came to us as uh, a coach that previously had played pretty direct, and he said uh, he was going to he was going to blend it at Watford. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of direct football. I see wanting to play like as I've said before, Pete wanted to play like Manchester City, and we haven't got Manchester City's players. That's how I see it, Pete. But it's um, overplaying. <laughs> Porteous has come in for some knocks this evening. He's a young boy, Pete. He's going he's gonna to have the odd bad game. Thus far, he's been a good performer, hasn't he? That is his worst game in a Watford shirt. Hoyts, yes, didn't look. That was a backwards fault. Hoyt didn't look. On the free kick for their first goal, some, I think Matt, to my left, said, hey, this wall doesn't look good. And the wall was pathetic. They, there was not enough protection in that wall. Three players. Just three players. Maybe Backman's positioning could be questioned, but there, there weren't enough players in the wall. Yeah, um, he got it up and over. Typically yeah. in a central position, I say typically, orthodoxy is you'll have four in and around that central position, three if it goes slightly out wide and two if it's really wide. So to have three yeah. is a strange, but if it's gone up and over, the width probably doesn't really count. It was the fact that Backman's starting position was a bit far to the left and he didn't seem to get his bottom hand, his right hand, up and around him in time. It's one of those things, as I think it was Charlie earlier on said, look, when goalkeepers make mistakes, it's always a rick, isn't it? It is. It, it, yeah. It's going to cost you. And that's absolutely fair and reasonable. It, it's one of those. I thought in the first half, aside of the, the, the free kick at the time, and I appreciate we hadn't gone on to Hoot's back pass at the time, he was actually coming out and probably again, uh, similar to Blackburn, having one of the better games with the ball at his feet, even though I appreciate it does cause us all palpitations. And, yeah. and then the moment something goes against, that little kind of wobble of uncertainty and, and suddenly a kind of a fragility of the confidence, it's we all know what a confidence-based game it is. It just suddenly yeah. seems to be, it transmits through the team and suddenly the guys at the back and in the 
kind of midfield positions when they've got their backs to go and they've got a simple pass, they don't. They take a touch. Yeah. And then that simple yeah. pass is gone and then they're complicated and then they're putting they're passing the responsibility rather than passing the ball early, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Go on, mate. Pete, tell me, do you think the ownership or a sense of our I want a possession-based team, I, I don't want to play a lot of long ball, do you think that's happened? Because he's totally changed the way, all right, so he, he high presses and, and, and that's continued. And he did say from day one he would blend it. But do you think he's been told that he must be possession-based? No, I don't think he would. Why would you? It would seem daft because it would be like going and getting Pep and saying, I want to go direct. You would be, the reason you're recruiting somebody is because what they have done previously and how they have done it and how you think it will fit into what you're doing. So to, to recruit directly. somebody, but to recruit somebody to come in and do something they have never done before, what is the basis that you are recruiting them therefore on? Yeah. I think it is more the fact that he has uh, he's been brought in. He is having to adjust because of the characteristics of the squad that he had in preseason, which he didn't. Yeah. Uh, 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 blessed bio, he's come on and made another good impact tonight. He's got a couple of goals yes. earlier on in the season. Yeah. Yes, he's missed a couple. We all know he's fallible, otherwise he wouldn't be at Watford anyway. But his game is simply not playing with his back to goal, and simply that I don't. I haven't seen a lot yet so far that suggests that Ryevich that that's his game yet either. When we were talking with Jordan last night, Jordan from the Buzz podcast, he was saying, no, he'll mix and match and he'll turn and he'll go in, but he might be able, he's got more foundation to maybe build in. So we've got an option of going that little bit more direct. I think the, it's not a question of whether we play short ball or long ball. It's a question of in the circumstances, it's decision-making and decision-making leads to you playing the right ball. The problem is that we don't, take an easy option soon enough when it's there because the most complicated thing in football is to play the simplest pass because it's there for a fraction of a second and you've got to see it and you've got to play it and you've got to execute it. The moment you then take that extra touch back towards your goal and you're shielding it and the goalkeeper's pushing up and reducing his own space and you're suddenly condensing uh, the own space that you've got to work with and increasing the level of kind of anxiety in the team on the terraces, it all becomes almost like a vicious circle. I think what we yeah. need to do is get back to playing the right ball. At times, when it's at the back and when we are 3-2 up and there is five minutes to go, that ball goes. That ball goes out yeah. of that, that zone. Yeah. Stop, stop yeah. trying to turn around and play a blind pass back. But you'll, you'll have seen the, the blind pass was brought about by people like, crikey, I'm going to show magic, but people like Ronaldinho was one of the first people to get it because it was at the intersection of Brazilians playing, continental football being shown, and the advocate, suddenly YouTube was hitting. So suddenly you'd see that little reverse ball and you'd suddenly be able to see it mm -hmm. times and time and time and time again. Again, so I'm referencing the conversation with Charlie, but as he said, when you're coached, you also talk about risk versus reward. If you go and do something potentially risky in your own final third... That's going to hurt you potentially if it doesn't pay off. If Ronaldinho does it or any other forward in the final, okay, you've given the ball away and they might break, but the chances are far less likely that it's going to be really damage inflicting on you if you're doing it further away from your goal. And the problem is we're trying to play too much football too near our goal. On occasions, somebody go, no, play it up there. If you go and watch Ajax, Ajax will play the ball about, but their whole mantra is we play the football in the opposition half. And that's, where, that's yeah. where I want to see a little bit of it being played. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm like everybody here. That's just my thoughts. It's, it's what everybody else thinks is, uh, yeah. is more yeah. important. No, don't disagree. Don't dis Ryevich, I like him. 
I think he's an old-fashioned number nine. I don't think he's going to run the channels, and I think he's occasionally going to going to need to play off with another forward off of him. And I agree with you. Looked a different player when, when, when Bayo came on. I, I think he'll score some goals, Pete. Very good. Very good. Let's hope yeah. so. It's it's very nice to come on and go, the guy who, two, who scored two goals, did he do anything else? Because I imagine most people will go, no, that's enough. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. If we yeah. can do that, if we've got somebody who's there to get on the end of it, then happy day. Right, Wendover and your carload of happy happy hornets do have a safe journey back and we will catch See you soon you, catch you soon after the after the international break i hate international breaks what can i say we're going to your aunt now aunt does have a reputation for having his own theme tunes everybody so no pressure aunt but over to you Go. Oh, look at this. A bit of Cindy Lauper there, everybody, for people thank who don't you, remember the ages. Look at this. Look I wasn't at... actually going to do one today. I thought, no, I'll oh, just no. do one. Oh, I? mate, um, mate, so, this, yeah, this, this is what you have to do all fair, the time. So, <laughs> Go on. Oh, fucking hell, I'd have been fucked if you didn't fucking say that. And then, Jesus, <laughs> mate, I didn't have one. I didn't see the game anyway. Okay. I had to take my car to, where did I go to? Uh, near Heathrow, anyway. Took my car there, listening to talk sport. I said, fuck all about the game. <laughs> Spoke to mate at the garage. My mate was giving me a lift home. We jumped in the car. He's like, he goes, we're doing all right. He goes, Batman saved the penalty. We've scored. And I said, well, we're probably going like, to lose or draw this one then, anyway. I said, it's not going to be like that. We're not going to get a win when someone saves a penalty, are we? Surely. And then obviously, yeah. The result, didn't you? It, as I said earlier on, it's it. there was some good and there was some... Oh my dear God! But there was something. There was so there was something for everybody, for the optimist and the pessimist alike. And there'll be people who were, who were, you know, you heard earlier on Jason coming on going. Oh, I thought that was great. You heard, you might have heard Rich earlier on going. Oh my God! It was Sunday school, kind of uh, Sunday league defending, and that's not what I want. Both aren't. Both it's- answers are perfectly acceptable. We know that the championship is. Fucking chaos at the best of times. That's that. Sometimes it's appeal, but yeah, no. We he, he saved the penalty, and it was a good. It was a good save. Fair play to him. In terms of that, the free kick was was a shame. I think uh, we think he could have done better. The story of the game, though, was the uh, the second goal for, for Coventry, which was such a gift. It was it was frightening. It was as frightening as it was calamitous, mate. But there we go. But there we go. I'm surprised you See, couldn't hear anything about Coventry versus Watford. It's almost like the entire world is not wrapped by this middle on, of the championship. On, on Talksport, they did. They literally didn't mention it. I was like, when I got back in the car, my mate was driving. I was flicking through. I went, oh fucking hell! Says we're like drawing now. He's like. They haven't even mentioned anything that I've seen the He goes, I haven't even heard nothing. And I was like, yep, drawing now. I said, we'll lose this. And luckily we drew. Not the result I really wanted. Yeah. I did see someone moaning about Serial. Did he have a good game or? No, I don't think people were moaning about him. It, it, but it was the fact that he, when he went off and he had to go off because he got a yellow card and at one, he kept him on for a very long period, but it was like you get into the last 10 or 15 minutes. Was it better minutes. than Kayembe? Oh, inf- infinitely so, because he's flexible and can, as, as we said earlier on, he can sit deep and plug plug gaps. But that being said, we conceded two goals when he was on the pitch, I think. I'm pretty sure he had two goals, but one of those was down to Hoot. If you haven't seen it, it's an uh, basically a, a, a blind back pass to where uh, Daniel Backman wasn't, and therefore it went in the goal. It's just one of those things that it would make a bloopers reel and it's so frustrating. But you know I'm still a bit confused about the keep taking off Martins when he's like playing well. It's like twice we've seen it happen where he was having a blind eye, we take him off. I'm not too overall I'm not very happy about the result. Like time after time we just throw away like a lead. Yeah. 
always near the death as well. Last 10, 15 minutes, we just seemed to crumble. And it's just so fucking frustrating. When did we score? We scored, I think it must have been something like the 78th or something like that for... Yeah. Uh, yeah, 79th I mean, for I in the pub and had a quick beer and I was like, oh, we're fucking winning. I was like, yes, not long left. Next thing, oh, no, free all. I was like, fuck's sake. Well, now, hold on. I've just got to think here. Well, one's a free kick. One was Hoot and Godden's goal. I'm just looking at the BBC Sport, the, the write-up. And the interesting thing... The free thing- kick was the second goal, I think, for them, wasn't it? Uh, let me think. No, no, it was. It was. Yeah, it was the equaliser. It was the first goal. However, if you go to the BBC write-up on this, something's really interesting. They put obviously all the the date and Watford three, and then they put the scorers. And underneath that is assists. And in Coventry's assists, there is nothing, and that says <laughs> a lot, because no Coventry player passed to another Coventry player to score. They all came about through us grabbing defeat from the jewels of victory, basically, which is going to be the frustration, but it's also going to be the thing that he's then got to go and work on. Because obviously in the last week, he'd have been working on with the new forward, bringing in there where he wants him to be. And he's got on the end of a couple of goals. Good. Will, it, will his overall performance improve? Absolutely. We hope so, because he's got to kind yeah, of bed hopefully, in. Hopefully. He's, yeah, he's going he's gonna to have to come up to a level of fitness. And we just hope that it, it constantly improves. But we'll see where we go. We'll see well, where we right, go. One thing before I go, because obviously I don't want to hold the space. But, um, right. right, Porto, do you think this like uh, management thing or like leadership team or whatever whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. within the squad, where he's not been included and obviously everyone had like high expectations, do you think that's given him a bit of a knock like confidence-wise and that's why we're not, he's not like performing? <laughs> I, no, I don't, I don't think that. I don't think that's the way. I think what he needs is, or he's pissed off. He's might even give a lot. He's just like fuck you, then. Do you know what I mean? No, he got. I mean, we're obviously picking up, especially on on the third goal. But he had a number of times where he did it, where it's like oh, I'm looking for the foul rather than dealing with the defending. And and I was always kind of brought up to do your job fundamentally first. Don't sit there and, and go to ground because where the ball was when we conceded the goal, but it was in a number of positions because of where. Uh, Porteous plays is if you go to ground and you don't get the free kick, they're in and they're through. And that's why a lot of people have compared it to Cabaselli lying down at Bournemouth that time. He does Fundament- get stuck in. He made, he's made yeah, some blind yeah, 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 yeah. especially last week. Like he, he ain't afraid to fucking put some feet in, which I like. I think, really I think most people are surprised with it because it seemed out of character. And that's why people have come back out and said, oh, it seemed a bit odd. I think what he needs is uh, an ugly great centre back of a manager which we fortunately happen to have one, to sit him down and For go... For the next few weeks, maybe. Yeah, this, see that? That goes out. <laughs> You've got, that, you got that. the national break coming up, well, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter when he comes back. It's a question of don't go to ground, defend the ball. If you take the ball and the ball is in Rosette, and I appreciate that we're, everybody wants to play, as uh, Greg was alluding earlier on, everybody wants to play like Man City. Everyone wants to play lovely technical football. We've got beautiful carpets for pitches, even in the championship these days. We want to do that, absolutely. But... With three minutes to go, if the ball is sitting at the top of the at the back of the Rico, they can't score. They can't score. But get it out there. Even with multi-ball, they've got to regroup. They've got to take the throw. We'll get bodies back in. He had Hoot jogging in, no running in, but obviously he's not the fastest, running in behind him. The ball was going nowhere. He dived in. 
to try to grab a fake foul, basically. And the ref went, no, you're not having that. And then he went round him, skewed the ball in, and then he got it. In fairness, they, they, I think really they should have at least one assist there. But two of those, obviously, right. there weren't any, which is a frightening thing. Never mind, never mind. Anyway, sir, lovely to Stop hear it. from you. A bit of Cindy Lauper, a little bit of 80s theme tune. You can see what he's doing there. This is very good stuff. And lovely to hear from you, mate. Have a great, have a great weekend. Hi, this is Benjamin Bloom. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (laughs) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let's get across to... We've got Alan, then we've got Mike, then we've got Boyd. Gentlemen, thank you so much for waiting. I'm so sorry for the for the time it takes to get through to everybody. We have loads of people wanting to join, just letting them letting us know what they've been up to today. Now, Alan, sir, we had a chat last night. If you Oh, you know the deal. And you were going to a game. Now, I'm trying to remember who it was. It was somebody Colliery and Worcester City. Am I it right? It was. Yeah, it was Sherwood Colliery Sherwood. versus Worcester City. And this is in the first qualifying round of the FA Cup, people. This is the FA Cup starts started today-ish. No, it started in July. Yeah. It wasn't uh, it, yeah, it wasn't the first it wasn't the first competitive game. Was it August? July, August, one of them. Okay. It's been, yeah, we I think we're at the third stage of the FA Cup already, to wow. be honest. Anybody, yeah. anybody who doesn't know, the non-league teams all enter and they go through, it used to be, it might be even more now, I don't know, but four qualifying rounds to get round through to what they then call the first round proper, which is when the lower league teams enter. And then, of course, championship and premiership clubs, and therefore us typically, come in in and around round three in January. So come on then, come on then. Sherwood Colliery, Worcester yep. City. Yeah. What was the day like? Who won? I've been waiting with bated breath. You absolute fibber. Um, <laughs> first of all, to just put a pin in the map. So Sherwood Colliery actually playing Mansfield. It's Mansfield Woodhouse, so it's just outside Mansfield. So it's Sherwood Forest, basically. It's Robin Hood yeah, territory. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So Junction 28-29 of the M1. It's one of those quaint little grounds, which is also a bowls club and a cricket ground. And cricket was being played at the same time as the football, which was great because it meant that they shared the same clubhouse. So in the lead up to the the football, you could watch the cricket, which was quite entertaining. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, the game itself was was very competitive. It ended up in a, a late winner for the away side. Those that may not know, Worcester City were, if, if memory serves me correctly, a step two side. And they had some financial regularities and dropped down uh, two or three levels a few years ago. 
but they've still got they've yeah they, you could tell they're they're the bigger club. They had a hundred away fans, so at that level of the game, it's that, that's good. that's yeah. quite similar. But I heard a phrase today I've never ever heard in football. There was a, a foul. It was arguable whether it was even a foul to begin with, but there was a coming together, a clash of heads, uh, really between two players in the second half. And after the two players have been treated for their respective injuries, the home side were awarded a free kick. The manager of Worcester City asked the referee why he had made that decision, and he said he's given a free kick for a neutral foul. What the hell is a neutral foul? This is ridiculous. Uh, the other month, my, myself and uh, and anybody who knows Colin Payne from YBR, the, uh, the yes, no. we were at one of the women's games and uh, it was against Ipswich. I remember this now. It was against Ipswich Town. We were 1-0 down and it went into the last 10 minutes. And one of the Watford players, I won't tell you that it was Bianca Baptiste, to stop uh-huh. getting ashamed about it, said something untowards to the referee. And the referee basically, it was like, what, what's going on? What's going on? She got put in the sin bin. And Colin and I looked at each other and we'd been following football on and off between us, probably forgetting on close to 90 years, I'd suggest, between us, man mm-hmm. and boy. And we went, a sin bin? What? Mm. When, when did a sin bin become a thing? A well, neutral about foul? This is the, these about are new four, things. Five, yeah, the sin bin, which doesn't seem to be used, or whether it's even been stopped altogether, but that, that came in about three or four year, years ago. At, at the level at which I'm involved, so step five, six of the, of the pyramid. And the idea behind that was purely around dissent. Yeah. Any dissent towards an official, then the, the player would go in the simbin for 10 minutes, essentially. That's, that, that's it. And it, it came in, and it seems to be one of those things that, again, in the game that's come in and disappeared rather quickly, whether it's still actually a thing or whether it's just one of these things that never gets used anymore, I, I couldn't possibly tell you. Oh, we, but, we're so, going to do a special on, on on rules that we think we should put in because I reckon a sin bin would be a lot of fun. We looked at each other and then we turned to the guys, there's some guys who've been following the women's side far longer than we, and we went, sin bin, and he said exactly as you said there, he said, yeah, they bought it in before COVID and then it, we've forgotten about it. This is the first time we've seen it reenacted sort of thing. Yes, but yeah. A, new, but a neutral foul. And, and the manager of Worcester City, quite politely, to be fair, from as managers go, repeatedly asked the referee to explain what a neutral foul was and he just... And clearly, he had been put in a position where he was thinking, actually, I don't even know what I'm talking about now. So he just pretended he couldn't hear the Worcester City manager, who repeatedly asked him what a neutral foul was. So he then asked the linesman, and the linesman just looked and shrugged. (laughs) Oh, there's not enough selective deafness in football. I think that's what we need to see. But there's a couple of other things that I take away from today. One, I can't understand a bloody word anybody from North Nottinghamshire says. That's good. That's a piece of knowledge to know. And I'm not sure if the old boys that go and watch Sarah Collery have ever even left Mansfield in their lives. And two, my God, it's stressful trying to follow a Watford game on the BBC website or or whatever it is with score updates. I think it's more stressful trying to follow the game on an app than it is actually being at the game. I watched England once play a Cricket World Cup semi-final. It was in 1997 in Clements on on, on Teletext. That was stressful. That was stressful. When the pages used to flicker and then nothing would happen or the away team would score or something or other. Absolutely. 
Just to pick up on something we we spoke about last night, which is ironic that 24 hours later, well, last night we bemoaned the the fact that we couldn't score goals. And if you remember, I said that it was really positive that we were defending better. That was a fucking curse, if ever there was one, wasn't it, eh? We, uh, we've been having curses ever since the AFCON that we didn't let Emmanuel Dennis to go. But it's all right, people. We've only got 598 but, years of that. But just to, yes, but just to think, just a thought, and I don't know if anybody's said it already at any stage so far this season, I know obviously we're in a situation where with the centre forwards are, it's a straight choice between Bio and Rajovic. Mm-hmm. But just the thought that that quite possibly, is it not possible that at some point that Martins himself could play in that centre forward position as well? I know it's, he's not naturally a centre forward, but I just think with his movement and his pace, it, it, it does give us another option in that position if we want to, if we're looking at ways to change a game, if, yeah, if, yeah, if options A and B aren't working, it's just something that I thought about, really. And as Jason was saying earlier on, maybe at, you know, at times when, when teams are pressing you, the space and the danger is in behind, and that's having somebody central there could, could do. And, of course, uh, today we've been talking about Mateus Martins had a good performance, and he was positively compared to Forestieri, who also played that kind of free yes. role, drop in deep, get involved, but also occasionally. He didn't run in as much behind as, obviously, Matty Vidra, who just made it his game to just make sure he was doing those runs. And we had Troy to put him in quite a lot. But absolutely, a different option, a different option and, there. Uh, also, just to pick up on something that, that Katie said earlier in, in the conversation when I was at Loughborough at that point, she said about, apart from, I think it was Katie that said it, that apart from the two goals, Rybich did nothing. Sounds absolutely perfect to me. <laughs> that sounds like my sort of centre-forward. is clearly a player that's going to do his damage inside that box. And we've had, over recent seasons, lots of players that like to drift all over the place and come deep and go out wide and God knows what. But I think we've actually been missing a player that's just going to do his work in those central areas. And the fact that he's touched the ball about three times all day today and scored twice, I think that's tremendously positive. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. Alan, wonderful stuff as always. We're now covering the FA qualifying rounds, FA Cup qualifying rounds, third round, and now obviously we're all going to have to root for Worcester City until they inevitably get knocked out by somebody and then we'll root for them because if we're nothing, if not absolutely prepared to, to turn traitor at a drop of a hat. Alan, thank you very much indeed, sir. Lovely stuff. Now, he, Alan just said that he can't understand anybody in North Nottinghamshire. Now, let's go to Mike because Mike is a purveyor of fine Midland accents, having one himself, but obviously not a North Nottinghamshire one. But Mike, hit the mic, hit the hit the old mute button, and then come on and let us know what what people in North Nottinghamshire kind of say and do. Mike, <laughs> first you'll have to apologise. I have to apologise for the voice. It's a Midlands um, person. We can't understand a word. Go on, carry on. <laughs> I I was there today, and my God, what what a game it was! One of the lads that I saw pre match was there as a neutral. And I said to him that he definitely got his money's worth today. But my word, talk about gifted and free goals. Casey Palmer, for them, was basically what Joe Pedro was to us last season, I think. And it very much reminded me of of Watford with Joe Pedro because Casey Palmer was doing all the hard work and he looked the real live wire. But they didn't really have anything else, I don't think. And... If it wasn't for those mistakes, we win that game 3-0. 
I'm glad Rajovic got two goals because I still baffled that people wrote him off after coming off the bench against Blackburn. Uh-huh. And so many people have said already, he's that danger man in the box. He's a fox in the box. And he will get goals that way. So I'm absolutely delighted for Rajovic today. But it's one of them games. It, it, it's a championship. That That is a championship game all over. But it's so frustrating that we gifted them every, all three goals. Batman should have done better on the free kick. I could understand if maybe one or two goals they worked really hard for, to get. But genuinely, all three come from the fact that we'd fucked about with it. So why who feels the need to go back to Batman there, I don't know. He could have cleared it up the pitch. He could have played someone else in. But no, he decided to go back. And it's really frustrating. But I, I, I'm still being positive. I, I think it, it won't be long till we take the chances that we did today. But we absolutely batter a team and it's coming. I really do believe it's coming. Good. Nice and positive stuff. I like that. I like that very much indeed. One of the things, and obviously if anybody doesn't know, Mike and Casey from earlier are all part of Voices of the Vic. And one of the things that you're doing, and you mentioned it the other day, was you are you're doing a number of kind of 10Ks and what have you, and you're doing a number of them for charity, but you want to carry them on, but but have people suggest what charities they might have you run for them. I love the idea of saying, Mike, I feel charitable. Go and run 10K for me. I think that's an excellent <laughs> idea. Tell, tell us a little bit about it, mate. Yeah, no, I, anyone that watches our stuff, I, I think being on YouTube has sort of opened my eyes a little bit, and I do find it tough. Ever since lockdown, I do find it tough to keep motivated and, keep exercising, etc. So I, I've recently done a couple of 10Ks and what I like to do is when I've finished the 10K, I like to have one ready in a few months after to keep it going. So I've got one in Nottingham on the 4th of November. Nottingham? You um, can't understand a word they say, according to Alan. Well, Carry on. exactly. Funnily enough, you mentioned Worcester City there, just on a side note. Oh, well, Troy Dooney's brother, Ellis Deeney, used to yes. be captain of Worcester City. He did, he did. Yeah, um, I'm doing uh, the 10K in Nottingham on the 4th of November. I've already got a charity sorted for that. One of my best mates, his sister's got a a foundation. But yeah, basically, whenever I announce the the next run after the November one, if anyone's got any charities that are close to them, albeit big or small, the smaller ones would be better because I'd imagine they probably don't get as many donations as, as your bigger sort of charities. But if anyone's got a charity close to their heart and knows that the, in terms of getting donations, uh, please feel free to message me or on the Voices of the Vic account or on my personal account and I'd be more than happy to run for them, basically. Just something to keep me going. I drink a lot of beer and eat a lot of kebabs. So <laughs> running the 10K sort of levels it out a little bit for me. Yeah, if I can give back whilst doing so, then I'm more than happy to do so. Lovely stuff. And if you think of any places where you think or charities that, that Mike should run to, do obviously let us know here at Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. And what we will do for Mike while he's on this plan to get himself trimmed, we will take that beer and kebab responsibility away from him and we will deal with that. That's fine. That's our bit. We like to make sure that we're doing our bit whenever. Boyd, sir, I've tried to add you in, but it dropped off. So if you're there, sir, please. 
please do request again. It was Twitter having one of it, it, its moments, but there we go. There we go. All right. So we'll look, have a great have a great international break if there can be such a thing. I'm not entirely sure there is, but hey ho, that'll do. But there's Mike from from Voices from the Vic. Let's get into while I'm waiting to see. We won't do any more calls unless Boyd comes back in, in which case obviously we'll add him in and hear what he has to say. Let's have a quick look at some of the five word reviews and and some of the long forms that you guys have have mentioned today. Obviously, there may be quite some good ones. Stuart Cashmore, his first one was, it's not over yet, because the game went past five o'clock. And Justin came back and said, read the small print on the image. And Stuart said, 3-3, over now, which I like very much indeed. Stuart, don't be put off by Justin coming back and being critical and saying, no, sniping. No, that's, that's a form of encouragement. Keep it going. We like that very much. Dave Lavender said, championship football at its best. Louis Tashira, I need more words, please. Kelly Beasley says, can I do three word? Same old shit. You can, but you use four words in the initial question. Very good. Kelly, well done. I like that. James DJ says, finally reunited with shooting boots. Pete, unhippie man. Hey, Pete says, welcome return of monkey tennis. <laughs> yes, true. Daniel Lawrence, defence is an absolute mess. Hampshire Hornet, hello, sir. Hello, Adam. Says, vital point in relegation battle. James DJ comes back again. He said, we did three goals. Carl Campion, Cesspit FC, throw it away. Simon Parkins, comedy of errors. Michael Abrahams, Mikey, hey, mate. Says, embrace the fucking chaos, people. Natasha Wright, queen of the five words, says, so close, but no cigar. Match for Watford shirts. Only got ourselves to blame. Neil Silverstein, still better than last year. Retep Nilmot says, Watford, don't walk my dog. Watford, don't walk. I'm sure that's very good, and there's a good reason why it would be, but I'm not sure why. Apart from the fact that, obviously, we do now have a dog making predictions, and I think they got perilously close, maybe, the, the previous week. This week, they said we were going to win 4-0. So what can we say? Jarvis, up your game. Mark Carpenter says, wasn't boring now, was it? No, absolutely it wasn't. Dan Mitchell, defensive chickens, home to roost. Chris Bone, I need to lie down. Uncle Ron, backman, a ship, Richard Lee, he says. There we go. For all of those people who've been missing Uncle Ron's dulcet tone. Silgerman says, Porteous infected by Cabocelliitis today. Dr. Dickie Sutton, hey, Dickie says, own goal, not Backman's fault. No, I think we absolutely agree with that. We said that it was the blind pass. We did have Charlie again said, I think he gave him, I think he gave him 50% of it. He was basically apportioning the blame in percentage terms earlier on, which was very good indeed, and said, no, he should have been there. But we do agree that he's having to play out elsewhere. Richard WFC pots him out says, our backline is abysmal. Gary, calamity defending all afternoon. Mumbling death row, Halliser says, wish I was there today. Yeah, it would have been a good one to have gone to today, I think. Ryan Cripps, Ryovich, awesome. Defence is awful. Danny WFC fan says, so close yet so far. Kate, Foreign Hornet says, I don't think I can. Yes, <laughs> of many things, I imagine, at the moment. Lee Anselmo says, chaos ball is fucking entertaining. It's. I think that's probably the best way to look at this today, is three all is much better than losing, and I appreciate we lost 1-0 last year, but all of those games where it was like, it felt so... Soul destroying. I appreciate that losing a goal and a lead three times over, and Rich is probably sticking kind of pins in his Peter Voodoo doll at the moment to say, no, don't be ridiculous. It was Sunday League defending. But it was a lot more exciting, I think. Carbs, a game of many emotions. Exactly. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Snell CJ says the Watford way. Dickie Sutton's back again with Dane almost brings home bacon. Like that a lot. Willie Eckers like, hey, Ken says, glad the defence is so solid. Mm, Silgerman feels like a loss. Rich, who we heard earlier on, QPR above us in league. Are you kidding me? Oh, for God's sake. You know, they got a couple of a couple of results after we dicked them, didn't they? But there you go. Vacuum Bio says, a goat 
dropped, so didn't watch. Oh, oh, he was upset. In fairness, Bio came on, played a big part in that third goal. Jimmy Pesto says, finally, we found the net. Smitty, some jokes about walking dogs. <laughs> Alan Tarrant, sometimes just go just go long for fuck's sake. David Muggin, 77. Hey, Dave says, Comedy Central all the way. Roy Cripps, shoot, foot, massive positives. You warns. Peter Lee says, just have to laugh again. Vic Bates, fun, frenzied, frustrating. Foolish football. Dan Ford, I nearly opened my heart. Lee Jackson says, I just can't. James says, gifted goals from shaky defence. That's absolutely the case. Let's get into some of these other ones. Here we go. Oh, hello. Carl Wilson's got a couple in there. Let's get to these. Carl is staunchly refusing to go with this five-word nonsense. Well done, Carl. That's the way to do it. A good game, but silly mistakes cost us again. We have got a good team there, but a poor squad worries me. If we get injuries or loss of form, no competition at the back or up front would have taken the draw before the game. Now, David is saying, see you next year, perhaps. Now, David, is he's got wonderful Watford colours on his little emoji because he's based in Germany, but he supports a team currently. I, well, I can't tell you who they are. I will give you a clue. Nil point so far. Rob Index Jesus, hey Dave, hope, you have, hope you're enjoying some part of it in a way-ish. Index Jesus says team in transition, good signs. Gasper, we're not dull to watch. Skylar Rose, hey Skylar. Entertaining game for the neutral. Duncan Fitzpatrick, team doesn't understand manager's instructions. Yeah, no. And that's, in a way, with the with the additions, we've got to hope that they bring that back again together because against, and I know this will sound strange, but against Boreham Wood and against the start of QPR, He'd work with that lot for, for seven weeks. And obviously you throw new people and new characteristics into it. It goes, goes awry a bit. We've got two weeks where, yes, some people will be off on international break. Let's hope you can get working with some of them. Softail says, defence, where were you today? Stuart Cashmore's back again, going in the right direction. Ellie, anything is better than losing. Yeah, okay. Dylan Shaw scored three and messed up. Uh, Terry Rusey says, so much more fun now. Anna says, three and still don't win? Dominic Wade, kick it out, uh, kick it into our net. <laughs> uh, Dominic, kick it into our net? We don't want to kick it into our net. Yeah, the other way around entirely. Matthew says, good point, but poor result. Referee was worse than us, says Yellows. Uh, Mark Hancock, sounded exciting for a change. Kenzie Phillips, promising. Ryovich is so hot. Kenzie, now then. Jack Foster says, brain melting out my ears. <laughs> TJ2626, because can't believe we actually scored. Richie Dixon said QPR above Watford. You're there with Rich WFC too, pointing this out. Come on, we can, we've got them to catch. Oh, I've got nothing for that. Never mind. Semmer SNZ said, finally score, but can't defend. Neron Chica says, check for Dadzi, need more time. 70. Says three defensive mistakes, three goals. Absolutely. Gary Boyle, hello, Gary, says too much pissing about defensively. Gary, if you could just have a word with Val and get use those exact words, because that's exactly what we were talking about earlier on. You've done it with five words. Ben Gower says should have won and should have lost. Ben Coleman, brain dead. And in the zone says, ah, Ryovich can save us all. And then there is a gif I can only describe as messianic, I think is the phrase. It's, it's a good one. It really is. Let's quickly go to the long forms and then let you crazy kids get out for the evening. Hopefully you're off to the pub or enjoying yourselves. Paul Fiander Turner says, the team we beat 4-0 first game went above us in the table. Everybody's fixated on QPR at the moment. No need to panic, but just goes to show the crazy championship world we are in. Nice. Pete, hey, hey Pete says, I know he changed the shape and bought some players on. Isn't that a plan B? 
Yeah. Rich back again. Watford co- now. What now? What's he put on here? He has put in Jeff Doyle's um, tweet, which was Watford coach Valerian Ishmael furious with ref. It's a good performance, especially when you play against twelve men. Annoyed with the penalty decision, having been told they wouldn't be given a, a, a at the start of the season, and believes Porteous was fouled for the third goal. There you go. Rich, thank you for that. Lovely stuff. Louis Teixeira says, what on earth was that? The good was bad and the ugly in 90, in 90 minutes. That was just pure chaos. We threw that game. We should have won that comfortably. Frailties of last season have returned. We can't hold on to a lead. Work to do over the international break. Gary is on his way dressed as a penguin. Uh, uh, nobody's going to vote for us, Gary. Thank you very much. I think that's in reference to the Football Content Awards, which if you can be bothered, then please vote for us. It's probably a futile gesture, but but we're keen to go on the night out nonetheless, wherever it is. Max B92 says, a bit nervous about coming on and speaking. Oh, please don't. Anybody come on and uh, genuinely, whatever your opinion, genuinely, you can come on. We're not going to disagree with you. We're not going to have a disagreement. You heard Charlie come on because uh, we've had dealings with Charlie previously and he didn't get on last time and went, oh, have you just dropped? No, we're not. And that's all done. That's all fixed. That's all good. If you want to come on, please do. But Max, B92, a bit nervous about coming on and speaking. The real question on this team is, are they more entertaining to watch compared to the last two seasons? We know we're going to lose games. West Brom fans said that we would score goals, but we would also concede a lot too. Very true. They also said about this plan B not being, not necessarily actually existing with them because they said the answer is three, four, three, no matter what the question. We've seen a bit more flexibility. We heard earlier on from Greg Wendover Horn saying, we're not playing as direct. Maybe he's evolving. Maybe he's changing. Who knows? Mal was going to request, but voice is gone. Well, Mal, come on. You've heard Mikey come on. He's got no voice. What's your excuse? No, absolutely, Mal. Don't worry about that, mate. I hope you're well. Hope everything's going all right. Andrew Argent says some good finishing from our number nine, though. As was said earlier on, two goals. What else did he do? That doesn't matter. He did the two things that we needed him to do, which is two goals. WFC Moog says, so negative in here. Draw your away games and win your home games and you go up. We're halfway there. Nice. I like that. That's very good. That's good. I don't, we, I thought, I hope we were both half negative and half positive, half full, half empty. Who knows? Richie Dixon says, as a neutral fan, how long will your manager last with this style of play? Oh, it, t- 10 games is the normal answer, somewhere between that. Oh, Carl, here you go. Peter, the dog walking thing is because we kept on losing the lead. Oh, Carl, thank you, sir. There you go, everybody. There was me thinking it was Jarvis, and I was unnecessarily having a go at him. What can I do? And who entered earlier on to the uh, to the strains of Cindy Lauper from the 1980s, waving like a girl in the 90s, getting her boobs out for Robbie and taking that at top of the pops. Put the link in the cup. What on earth are you talking about? I've got no idea. Ant's on one, everybody. I'm presuming he's collected his car and he's now on the, He's now on one. NIJ says, big shout to the new man scored when it counted, which we have missed. Looks a little lost when out of possession. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, his passing out from the back. It happened today. Don't mind an old school Robert Page style hoof. Still entertaining games, to be fair. Excellent stuff. He also follows up with, I thought we should have battened down the hatches at 2-1 personally. Absolutely. We've used the words row and Z, which is a similar thing. Killian O'Dwyer says, sound a bit salty, boys. It's okay. Oh, look at this. It's He's a cov that he's got in here. He's got in here. Good grief. Look, Killian, we turn up. We give you a goal head start every fucking season and you still can't beat us. So that's all I'm saying. Anyway, Mark Calder, to anyone at the game, how did Ryovic perform? You've hopefully heard it, Mark. He got his two goals. He looks a little bit lost when we've 
not got possession as to how he would press in quite the same way. But I think I think most people will say there is something to work with. And he looked in, especially, I think the phrase was he came alive that more that bit more when Bio came on. There was two up front. Because obviously playing that lone faro is a bit difficult. Josh, who is also a Sky Blue, says, fair result, to be fair. That's fine. Adam Hooper, you score a goal like that, you don't deserve to win a game. Oh, he's, look at his play-up Sky Blues. You score a goal like that, you don't deserve... What, do you mean your goals for you? Somebody's got to score your goals for you, haven't they, Adam? Have a good rest of the season, mate. Neil Dean says, I agree with most of Rich, most of what Rich said, but I can't agree at all about his criticism of Backman with the free kick. The criticism should lie with the players in the wall for splitting and letting the ball through. Yeah, we did mention the wall. That was That's very true. TJ2626 comes back with five games in a row where we haven't won away at Coventry. Yes, we need to correct that next time. Perhaps not giving not giving them a, a head start would be nice or not giving them a goal start. Amandeep Stevens says, interesting from Charlie. Yeah, it was a good call. It really was. I've referenced it several times. Jimmy Judge says, quite a few positives, but we have too many basic errors and players with extremely low football IQ. And we've overlooked recruiting a key position yet again, CDM, central defensive midfield. Fun to watch though. Yeah, I think that's the general thing. Ben Coleman finishes disgusted with Porteous and Hoot. Absolutely wank. And if you can't finish on those words, I don't know what words you can do. Guys, as ever, thank you so much for everybody who has come on and contributed and listened and lurked and all of that stuff. It is genuinely so appreciated. The whole idea of this thing is just to come on and, and hear the absolute full range of opinions. And I think we got that. We had Rich coming on who was really pissed off. I don't want to be Rich's dog tonight because I imagine the kicking is going to be in order. No, I'm sure he wouldn't do any of, the, any of that sort of thing. But he, he came on here, he vented, he got it off his spleen. We've heard other people have come on and gone 2-0, he scored two goals, that's what we want. There's things to work on. Is there a plan B? Seems to be. Can we play two up front now? Has that addition to the squad in Ryevich given us another tactical option that maybe we've just not seen from, from Ishmael before at his former teams? We'll see. Is that deep Lion midfielder and the coverage of it, bearing in mind, obviously, Jake Livermore was sat on the bench there. Was that something that we needed different personnel brought in? Was Jake, because Jake hasn't been used very much, was that the right person to bring in? Who knows? We're going to have to wait till till January to make any changes if we're going to do it, but hey-ho, that's the way, that's the way. The ladies team, if you are about at all tomorrow at one o'clock, are playing uh, away at London City Lionesses, and it is on FA Player, which is uh, like an app that you can download, and they put a lot of the, the stuff on. So if you can't get to, basically it's being played in Dartford, at Dartford FC, tomorrow for one o'clock, you could still follow the women's team that's going on. They got a, they got off to a draw last season, in their, sorry, last season, last week in their first game, took place at the same time as the Blackburn game. Feels in some ways like it hasn't properly started for a lot of people who would like to get down there and support them. Do if you can, because it genuinely, it's worth, it's worth following them. They do a good job. Anyway, thank you once again, absolutely everybody. It really is so appreciated that, that you're here. It's very appreciated that it's a game. We're going to win, we're going to lose. It's the championship. It's chaos. That's why we love it. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.